AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And it's time for another episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast, (laughs) where we go behind the scenes of the Challenge Double Agents. Like I always say, and I will repeat this again, this podcast is not spoiler-free, folks. So before we go behind the scenes, make sure you're up to date on the latest challenge episodes. And what a crazy episode it was. Literally, this so good. has been my favorite. So good. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> so good, and I was there. It was so One good. One more time, Anissa. One more time. <laughs> Sorry. So good. <laughs> We're going to go try to figure out what happened with the guys on that challenge, discuss all the big fights in the house, and talk about Leroy avenging his girl, man. Woo! Yes. Oh, what a boyfriend. Killed it. Doing it for Killer Cam. And on top of all of that, we'll also be interviewing my coffee talk man, one of my favorite humans, producer Danny Wasco, to hear what it's like to be on the other side of all of that drama. All right, Anissa, let's dive into this one. It's too good. I'm so excited. I've (laughs) never been more excited. All right, Anissa, segment number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how this goes. I think we need like 72 seconds. No, no way. We're in the 36th season of the challenge. We're doing a 36 second recap. But it's double agents. And there's so there's double the shit in this episode. All right. I'll try my best. No, listen, I'll try and do it in 36 seconds. But all right, I'm getting my timer ready and go. Oh, my God, you're gone. Okay, (laughs) and then we end up going to this helicopter challenge that the guys want to forfeit, but I'll talk about that later. And then we get on it, whatever, we fall. The guys don't participate. Teresa tries to get everybody to fall off when Amber B does not listen to her. She corners her in the trailer and yells at her. Amber B is not trying to have it. Then we go out that night, and everybody's mad at Teresa. Teresa actually got really upset about it. I think maybe cried. Then I told Jay he was a punk, and I couldn't really trust him, but I love him, but I'm not speaking to him. Done. Damn it. Damn it. You got a lot in there. Yeah, I got all the shit you didn't see, which could have been oh. secrets. Yeah, I know. I was like listening, watching the timer, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait roll the tape. What? what? Go back on that. What? 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 I'm okay. Sorry. Damn. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to dive into all that stuff because I'm so excited to find out what you know. But let me try to pick up what you didn't get. I'm gonna time myself. 
Actually, you should tie me. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm going to tie myself and be honest about my 36 seconds, my ass. <laughs> All right, Tor. Okay. In three, mm-hmm. two, one. Okay, everybody pulls up to the challenge and they see that it is a helicopter. Woo, woo, woo. TJ's already there, though, so it's not the beginning of the show. That's definitely true. Everybody hops on that ball sack. Who doesn't like to be on ball sacks over water? Not me. I wish I was there. Super jealous I wasn't in that challenge. Super disappointed in the guys for not wanting to be a part of it because, God, that looks so fun. But it's okay because when it came down to it, Teresa still got to lose, which was the most important thing because we don't want Teresa to win because she's a sneaky little snake. Yeah, that's right. I feel like I'm on the beat over here. Rapper, blah, 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 blah. Leroy got up in there. Yeah, he did. He took that shit, went up that, 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 you like that? <laughs> you also had your eyes closed the whole entire time you did it. <laughs> I have no idea what I just Are said. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. In translation, what she meant was Leroy went into elimination and he did very well and we're really happy about that. Oh, God. So mm. good. Play of the day. Yeah. It has to go to Leroy. Yeah. I'm sorry. He went in there. He was like, I ain't no punk ass bitch. Yeah. I'm going to come down here and, and take you out myself because y'all try this setup. Yeah. My girlfriend. Yeah. And I also think he Leroy has actually done this elimination before, which is not taking away anything from his performance tonight. I don't think anyone in the house could have beat Leroy at this elimination. I've never. I mean, you weren't there tour. The mm-hmm. fastest thing I've ever seen. I mean, he was so fast. It was sickening. And Jay looked like he was going to kill it. Because Jay's great at this. I don't think anybody in the house would have beat Jay. I mean, oh God, there's so much to dive into with it. I, we got to give it to him for sure. I do want to give a second play of the day, though, to Amber B. Because had yep. she had not put up that fight against Teresa, Teresa may have won. It was only a second that split them apart. So Leroy scored, but like that assist came from Amber B. in that, in that challenge yeah. daily win. So I got to give it to her, too. I agree with you. All right. Dirtiest deed, though. Teresa or Devin? Which one? <laughs> Both of these fuckers are dirty as shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Devin on this. Uh, way to start shit up, Devin. God. He just knows what to do. And you know what? Listen, if you know your your chances of winning this challenge aren't the highest and you know that the guys are, may come for your skull. You yeah. know that like you're the first person. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So it's a dirty deed, but... uh. Wasn't too bad of a move. I just thought it was so funny when his socks were on the window. Like, what were you doing, Dad? Oh, because you missed a part where I guess Fessy took off his shoes. I don't know. One given bet, and, and I think he felt disrespected. I, I don't. I was drinking. I left because I couldn't handle it. It was too much, and it was much more insane than what you saw. But we'll get into that later. All right. Well, before we go into yeah, before we get into that fight, let's go into this daily challenge because it was amazing to watch like how how was it being there Anissa explain the challenge to us for anybody who just needs a little recap so we drive probably two hours to get there and the smell of sulfur is just abundant in the area and uh we go to we have trailers so the girls are in one trailer the guys are in the other trailer Mm -hmm. and since there's a helicopter um you have to be careful of like winds and weather and, and whatever And what we found out later was that MTV, well, you know, Murray, whomever production had been trying to pull this this um, challenge off for a while. And we were finally getting the means to use really awesome shit to be like these agents. So productions worked really, really hard to set this up for us. We waited in that trailer for about six hours thinking it was just weather. The guys got scared and didn't want to do it. So they tried to. they tried to protest and like go and they were like we're not gonna do it 
So we didn't know. We thought we were just waiting for the weather to chill out. Mm -hmm. The whole time, the guys had already driven back to the rest stop where we had first stopped and were like, no, we're not doing the challenge. So then they were like, we're going. So the girls had to go first. And we were like, F it, we're going. So we just got up there, no fear. We were like, whatever. Amazing. So our first heat kind of, you know, set the tone. It did. And I was up there, you know, with my girls. Like, I fuck with everybody who was in my heat. So Mm -hmm. we were like, we're going to go up there, you know, like, let's do our best. Whoever wins, wins. Yeah. But when I tell you, Nani is a monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, I called her Kung Fu Panda because she (laughs) kept kicking at my hands. She was like, Anissa, drop. I'm like, no. (laughs) You got to get Nani kicking me. I do because it was so lighthearted. It wasn't mean spirited. Like it was just one of those things. It was like one of us were going to win. We would have been happy for anyone who did. Yeah. Um, We really enjoyed our heat. And uh, then we saw the next guys and I'm like, you got to be kidding. They're not moving. And now to see their conversation up there, I was like, y'all were really talking about how y'all weren't going to move. Like, do you think that it was a fear thing? Like, do you think they were afraid to fall in? Or do you think that they were, like, afraid to, like, show their cards by who they were going to, like, try to take out? Like, what was going on? I was talking to Fessy about it, and he was just like, I'm a big-ass dude. Okay, Fessy, we know. You're a (laughs) big-ass man. But, you know, Kyle's a big dude. CT's a big dude. Like, these are big dudes. So he was like, we would just be stalemate. Like, guys would be trying to pull me off. I'd be trying to pull them off, and nobody would go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? And then if I take them with me, then we both lose. So it was a pride thing. It was a pride thing. Nobody wanted to actually try to get somebody else off and then accidentally fall in, like, and have to use their body leverage to get somebody else off. So it's pride. And they were like, it was easy to hold on. That wasn't the issue. They just didn't. I mean, right. I don't know. I'm not I'm not the guys. It's hard to speak for them. If I was production, I, I would be fucking pissed because how much money and time goes into yeah. every single challenge. That's a fucking helicopter with a ball sack hanging off of it over mm-hmm. a lake. And you're going to tell me you don't want to compete. You know how many people would die to be on this show? You know how many people wish there was open auditions? Like, I honestly am so happy that they revoked their votes later and said that they didn't count because... How we're going to dare- talk about that later. Yeah, that was nuts. It was. Amazing. I mean, this episode, I got to say, probably one of my favorites. Easy, easy. Yeah. Because there was just so much shit going on. So, so good. When it was Teresa's turn. Well, Casey wins our heat. Then the guys are stalemate on the second. Then when it's the girls time again, we see Amber B because you can't really see them from that far. Everybody kind of looks like a dot on the ball sack. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> It's supposed to be a cargo net with luggage in it, but it's totally fine. <laughs> Just a cargo net with cargo in it. We'll call that cargo ball sacks. So you see Amber B just kind of like fighting because I think that over time, being one of the smaller girls, you know, she's thinner. I think that she thought she was underestimated by a lot of people. And I think she wanted to prove something to herself and to other people. And that like, hey, I want to win, too. The, and yeah. she's aware that. If they don't win, you know what I mean? Or she doesn't put up a fight, her and Darrell may go in. Dude, she she won me this episode. Like, we didn't really get to talk too much in the house. And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, everybody has their reservations about everybody. But this episode was the first time all season where I was like, okay, I I think that you are a challenger. I see that in you. Because anybody mm-hmm. who's like, no, I'm not going to let you fucking win. Boom. Now you made a yeah. challenge. I like that. I like yeah. that about her. I, I really loved that she did that because she came up to me right after and she was like, Nisa, I need to tell you that Teresa, you know, like, you know how the trailer's in two parts where you can close the door in the back and get changed? Yeah. And the front's just tables. She t- talked to her back there. Okay. And as how Amber B said it, she was basically yelling at her, like, why didn't you fall? I told you to fall. 
It's like, um, because I'm on a show fighting for a million dollars and you talked about potentially throwing Darrell in. Like, I don't know what you want from me, but I'm not here to help you win the game. Right. <laughs> what? Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, there's so much to get into because then think about how that explodes in the igloo. Like, when you get power, it's so interesting, right? You see it. Like, when me and Devin get power and it put a target on our backs because we, we had conversations about who we, we would want to potentially go against. Teresa and Jay get power the next week. They get a target on their backs because then they get to talk about who they want to potentially put mm-hmm. in. So when you have power, it is a very fragile thing because the yeah. moment you don't have it anymore, it could potentially bite you in the ass. And that's exactly what happened to me. And that's what happened to Jay. He just happened to be a part of Teresa's plan, went along with it, and then obviously bit him in the ass this time because... Because Leroy fucking went down and did that thing. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to touch on that we skipped over was just Casey in in the challenge. I just want to give her some credit because she is she's not a big girl, but she's a strong girl, and she mm-hmm. fucking competed so well on that challenge. So I just wanted to throw and some gave props her. all of us women props for yeah. being strong. So yeah. thank you, Casey. We love you, Casey. Yeah, this for, for you, Casey. <laughs> Yeah, she's fucking great. So then let's go into this elimination because, Anissa, just tell me what it was like to be there. I feel like I'm living vicariously through you right now. Like, whoa, it looked sick. It was good. I mean, the deliberation was nasty, too. Oh, the deliberation. Yeah, t- talk about that. That was a, that was a lot, too, because Cam was like, uh-uh, not today. Yeah. I'm not playing with you. But it was just crazy, the back and forth. And then the CT and Teresa argument was not... Not pleasant to be there for either. Yeah. Because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who to believe. I mean, you fucking pinned him, though. Like, I guess if I would have been there, I wouldn't have known what to believe either. But in your interview, you acknowledge. You're like, yeah, CT, man. He fucking can make you believe that anything, by the way he talks. Yeah. You pinned it. He'll be like, the sky's purple. And I'm like, well, (laughs) I guess that shade of blue looks a little purple. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It's border. It's teetering on a purple shade. (laughs) You know? But I don't. I don't. Listen. He was voted in first. Like, I get it. Like, he knows that if he he may get boxed out of elimination and never be able to compete and never get a gold skull. Mm -hmm. So he's going to do whatever he has to do. Mm -hmm. And I can't knock him for being probably one of the smartest people there. Yeah. No, for sure. CT definitely has an amazing game. He knows exactly how to play. And, like, it's Mm -hmm. also funny because usually when you have a target on your back in the beginning, it's hard to drop it. But think about it. Originally in CT, he he had a target on his back from the jump. I mean, him and Wes, people wanted to get – remember when you threw Wes in? Or was it Wes that you threw in? Yeah. Yeah, like, people wanted to (laughs) – people wanted to get them against each other first. And then somehow, once Wes was out of the game, that target was off CT's back. Yeah, because nobody wants that piece. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into Leroy because that was the most savage thing I've ever seen in my life because Jay is not an easy competitor. No, and especially when there's something with ropes and you're hanging. It's like that's that, his shit. That's his shit. So how yeah. how like confident did Leroy genuinely have to be to go down there and pick I mean, that? he was silent before. I mean, like I had never seen anything like that. He was just in his head. He yeah, was about he was it. just in the fucking zone. Wow! Dude. And you heard him talking to himself. You did. He's like you, you're gonna. You heard it on the episode. He was like, "You're gonna win." Like you gotta, Fuck. you know, like just talking himself up. It made me want to be him. Yeah, you hell know, yeah. that shit was. You super wanted human. to cheer for him, like it was his moment. 
that shit was super human. Like to be able to just like lock in, zone in like that, have that confidence, trust your intuition, believe you can do it, go down there, do the damn thing. You even said it was so quick. They're going to have to play it in slow-mo. They had to play that whole elimination in slow-mo practice. I mean, there's no way that's not even the speed that they did. I mean, I had never seen anything like that. And when Ashley and Natalie did it, I was like, God, this is so difficult. But when I watched the guys do it, I'm like, God, they look like little like fast ass inchworms. Yeah. Flying Uh. inchworms. I had never seen anything like that. So props to both guys because they killed it. And like I said before, I don't think anybody would have beat either one of them and certainly not Leroy. Yeah. I think the hunger was there, too. Like you could see it in his face. He was like, you fuck with my girl. Number one. Number two, I've been doing this for 12 seasons. Number three, I want to win. And number four, I've been training my ass off. And no one's going to take this from me. Yes. I'm getting my skull tonight. And yes. I'm going to be part of the Gold Skull Club. Yes. I was like, come on home, son. God. Let's go. You know, it was just so amazing. And then also, like, just knowing, like, Jay left. And he was obviously really upset and crying. But, like, mm-hmm. this is just a message to you, Jay. You come on the show as a competitor, not to always be a winner, but to always put your best foot forward and give people a good show. And that's what you did tonight. You yeah. made Leroy have to fucking work for that win. Not that he didn't deserve it, but it was both guys out there who put on an epic show. So both guys should definitely hold their yeah. heads up high because that's what people want to see. People don't want to mm-hmm. watch competition and watch people throw it. People want to watch competition with two people who are equipped and who have the ability to compete and do well and go for it. And that's exactly yeah. what we saw today. That's why this episode was they so good. They were just good. so awesome. There were so many twists and turns. There were so many shocking things. There were people that were actually standing up for themselves and each other and it was just nuts. Anissa, what was it really like being in there in the house watching Devin and Kyle versus Josh and Fessy? Listen. Because you were in the middle of it. <laughs> well, yeah, because this is the thing. I care about my guys. Like, I get it. It's a game, whatever. But when we have time to be off, you know I don't talk a lot of games. So I'm like, when we have time to, like, go out and drink. And when I say go out, I mean go in the backyard, drink, come back. Mm-hmm. that's my time to decompress. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. You know, and then everybody wants to come back and make their snacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Fessy, you are not going to be in this fight because Fessy was really like ready to go. His voice changes and shit. He's ready to go. He was like, he sounded like he, he was, was rapping. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> so y'all want to fuck with me? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. You don't want that for me. Nah, bro. I was like, <laughs> Okay, all right, bruh. <laughs> Relax. But it got worse because I don't know what happened. Devin's shoes came off. Then somebody wouldn't give his shoes back, I think. Then water was thrown on Kyle. I was like, Kyle, you got to chill. Because Kyle, if no one knows, Kyle's a fucking firecracker. Mm-hmm. He turns on and he is, he will defend himself if he needs to. He doesn't take any shit, you know? No. He is just a monster. So... When you once you get him calm, Josh is still going. But I'm in the other room with Fessy because mm-hmm. I'm holding Fessy back in his room in the barn. And the mm-hmm. barn is sorry. I didn't tell you guys. We all lived in these little rooms. And then there were there's a big room in one side of the house. And then there's a separate house outside. And that's called the barn where a lot of the big brother and then Darrell and Amber M slept mm-hmm. and Kyle. So. You know, I'm holding him back in the barn. He's just ready to go. I'm like, Fessy, this isn't the moment to do this shit. Yeah. Like, you have so much more. Like, if little kids are looking up to you and, like, you're still growing and you want to keep doing this for a long time, don't cut your time short here. Right. And don't ever, totally. ever, ever take your own money out of your pockets. Yeah. Devin knows what he's doing. All of this is intentional. You know, Devin mm-hmm. knows 
that he has to fight with certain tools. You know, he's got certain yeah. weapons and they are a lot of weapons of the mind. Mm-hmm. But they fuck with people who. Yeah, who can't are, handle it. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting, though, because you do have this one point where Josh is like pushing back Fessy and being like, no, Devin does this. Devin does this. And then like 20 minutes later, Devin's doing that to Josh and he still doesn't have the ability to put that wall up and just recognize it's just Devin trying to push my push my buttons. Right. Like Devin's really good at being an instigator. Like it's a it's a scary craft that I know it's like an art. It is. It's terrifying. I mean, kudos, Max, for (laughs) (laughs) that's what I that's what I call Devin, I'll tell you the story later, folks. Um, but yeah, it just was it was very unnecessary. And I wish in deliberation uh, the other guys would have apologized. Yeah. I kind of think that that Devin was sincere. But on the other hand, I also think that he was trying to be like, don't vote me in because you heard that at the end of it. He was yeah. like, and don't vote me in. I'm sorry. And, and don't vote me. Yeah. Um, but I really was like, Fessy, you're not going to say anything like there's no. And I don't know why I felt so responsible for him. But as a partner, I feel like it's almost a reflection of me. But I think that's because, you know, I consider him a friend. So, yeah, definitely. I just wanted him to apologize because I, I know the good side of Fessy and I want other people to see that. Yeah. But, for you sure. know, if you're not going to show it, I can't pull it out of you. Yeah. I mean, listen, there was obviously a lot of aggression and instigation, yeah. but at least nobody actually came to full-blown blows. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take a quick break right now, but we are going to be right back with an interview from Danny Wasco, the executive producer and lead story producer of The Challenge. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, guys, I am so excited for this portion of the podcast. We have Danny Wasco here, and he is going to give us so much information and tell us all the insights and scoop and 
details on what happens behind the scenes of the challenge. He is the executive producer, lead story producer. Danny, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I want to spill so much tea. Let's get me in trouble. Let's get me fired. Yes. Let's get me talked to. I'm ready. Nothing. Let's None do of it. that's going to happen. <laughs> yes. well, before we get into all the crazy stuff, mm-hmm. for those who don't know you, can you explain your role at the challenge? That's a good question. And I almost want to hijack this interview for a second. <laughs> I'm going to turn it I'm curious what you guys think I do. Uh, okay, well, uh-huh. I know that you don't stay the whole season. So I feel like you have your hand in the editing process and you're like the main interviewer. Like you're the man with the plan. It's like you have you have gathered all of this information and like divvy out questions to people. And then you get all the intel back and you're like, okay, I've got the story. Yeah. <laughs> and you go back and then you start breaking it down because somebody's got to look over like all of the editors who aren't there with us and be like, no, this is how it happened. So if you could kind of make this story make sense. Yeah. Make it be the correct way. I would appreciate that. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's really good. That's pretty much what I do in a nutshell. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. I am one of the executive producers. I'm, I'm in charge of story and it kind of starts in the beginning when we're trying to come up with the show, we're trying to figure out what the show is. My job is to make sure that when we come up with our themes and our concepts, we're able to tell them, you know, that we're not coming up with something crazy that is going to take, you know, 75 of our 90 minutes to tell or something so thin that it's not going to last for the whole episode. Um, Also part of my job, as you guys well know, is coming to the field and tracking story. You know, Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. a great group of field producers who are running around, following you, writing down everything that you say. And then we come up with interview questions and the tables are often turned here. Like I'm usually the one getting you to tell me your story. So it's really important for me to be able to talk to you guys and help you tell your story. And then, yes, Anissa, like you said, I do disappear about Mm -hmm. four to six weeks in and Mm -hmm. I go to post-production and I have a whole team there where we try to fit our thousands of hours of footage into the amount of episodes that we have for season. So essentially, I'm like the architect and, you know, my team comes up with a blueprint to give to the editors so that the editors could edit the show. God, it sounds like such an intimidating job. Like that's a big responsibility. You know, it is a big responsibility to get it right because I want to do, I so badly want to do right by all of you and by the game and by the fans. And I want to, Nothing more than to just help you all tell your story because you guys really are, you're the stars of the show, you know? And everybody has their own point of view. Everybody sees things differently. Um, You know, there are 30 points of view this season uh, and it's hard to get them all in. You know, I know that it's hard to get them all in. Um, The show has gone from 30 minutes to 60 minutes to 90 minutes and we just keep adding story and adding story. And I think it's to the benefit of the show and to the benefit of you guys to be able to tell what you're seeing happen. And so much is happening. 
Totally. And it's a lot. It's true because like, I mean, I go into an interview and I genuinely think my side of the story is the way it should be, you know, but everybody thinks that way. Everybody believes that their perspective on the show, but that's why you cast all of us assholes who think that we're right (laughs) because then we get conflict. Well, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's not always even about the conflict. It's can this person tell their point of view? You know, Mm. can they express what their story is? You know, sometimes like you guys are great in interview. Like, let's just put that on the table right here. You know, uh, yes, you guys heard it first. (laughs) It's so true though. Anissa, like we have our thing. You're my morning girl. We bring our cups of coffee in the morning. You're my person. I put first because like, a, you'll agree to be first without being in a bad mood. And Mm -hmm. you know, B it's like, we, we vibe like that. So, at times, though, you get somebody who comes into the room and gets so nervous and they, they don't know what to say. And you really, mm-hmm. really have to help them and create an environment of trust as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really are a therapist in there. <laughs> I do feel like that because one of your jobs, too, like when you're in there you know, interviewing us, a lot of our own shit comes up and we're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Didn't know this was going to come out. So I do think it's helpful. And I think that it's like it is a safe space for us to kind of vent and talk about it. I mean, you are responsible for a lot of our feelings and like. We're, you know, I think without our knowledge, just trusting that you keep it safe. And I mean, I feel safe with you because you've kept me safe for forever. But it oh. really does. It is our place where we can get a lot of shit out. Yeah. You know, it's um, it is a big responsibility, like you said. And sometimes when we're interviewing, we do have to realize, too, these people have been locked inside this house with each other and we are the only other person that they're talking to. You're not talking to the camera people. You're not talking to the sound people. We're kind of like your outlet. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it, it, you know, sometimes it's so much fun for us too. Like, you know, Anissa, I said that you're our morning person. Tori, you're sort of like our um, our Swiss army knife. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm looking at my interview schedule and I know that I have like four tough people. Who do I need at the end of the day to like boost me up? Okay, Tori, like she's Aww. gonna like come in with some pizzazz. She's gonna come in with some spark and you're not like, can I cuss? I can cuss on this. Yeah. Right? yeah. You're sure not going to give time. me any bullshit. Like what <laughs> you see is what you get. And that's what makes a really good cast member for me. Yeah, totally. Oh, thank you so much, Danny. I appreciate that. What do you do when, when somebody's boring? Like, do you not recast them? <laughs> like, bye. You know, I, I think like you have to take like, well, Yes. I mean, like some, <laughs> some degree, yes, but you, you do have to, and I try to take, I have to take some personal responsibility in that, right? Like I do have to think, what am I doing where this person might not be comfortable with this person? Do they need more of a delicate hand? Do they need me to play like a good cop, bad cop thing? Cause I'll do that. Mm. You know me, like, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, I'm not gonna let you off the hook for something. But sometimes people, it's their first time ever opening up in a certain way. You know, one thing that I find so funny, like, look, I think we've all cried together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in yeah. an interview, we've all cried together. The mm. people who cry with me most are actually the men. Wow. Oh, yeah. Straight I men. Wanna... Wow. Yeah, because wow. here's the thing. They're not used to opening up 
and I'm speaking in general, general terms here, they're not necessarily used to opening up and talking about their feelings and, and more so having someone really listen to them. And it's their time, it's their stage, they can listen. So I get a lot of tears in there. And, and sometimes if a person's like, quote unquote, boring, you know, maybe they don't wanna trust the process. You know, maybe they don't wanna open up about themselves. And that's, it's really hard. It puts us in a predicament because all we wanna do is share their stories. So sometimes I know the fans are like, why are you not showing this person? Why? Well, they're not really giving me much to show or much to tell. Right. Totally. You're just working with what people are giving you. Can you tell, clearly this is not one of the interview questions, but I want to know. <laughs> can you tell when somebody's bullshitting you in an interview? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. But here, here's the thing. You, you really just have to, I think here's what makes a good interviewer that like I kind of, I try to pride myself on. You got to listen to them, right? Like you really just got to be listening and paying attention and following what they're saying. And if they're trying to bullshit you, I think you know it. I think the fans know it, the audience kind of knows it. Um, it's hard to talk them out of it though, you know, because mm -hmm. I know that what you're saying is going to be put on TV. And I know that, you know, social media is rough and tumble for all yeah. you guys you know mm -hmm. so i think if someone's really 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 trying to protect their image sometimes it kind of does more harm than good when you're just yeah. wearing it all on your sleeve definitely totally it is so difficult like especially because how long have you been working on the show for danny oh girl uh it will it <laughs> that that's another question that will uh surprise you um anisa you started real world in 2002 i started One. challenge in Oh, 2001? Well, it aired 2000, February 2002. Wow. Well, we started right around the same time. I started Challenge in 2001. So imagine the social media growth from the time oh the Challenge just started on TV yep. to now you seeing it yep. at, in 2021. Like, how, like, you have seen the amount of pressure that cast members now experience because of social media. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, like, look, I get some ads and some DMs like you know and i'm talking like three or four like i cannot imagine yeah. what you guys get um I, it must be crazy but you know the show has changed and evolved it used to be like message boards right, yeah. right? like you get on the message boards and you chat and about the show com. yeah yes but and now it's you know twitter and insta and like it it's fun and it's great mm -hmm. it's intense though yeah you really do have to be able to like hold your own in that realm of it and like i think as a cast member i'm sure you guys look at a like okay we might bring you on but you're only going to last seasons in the show if you have the ability to deal with the outside opinion of it because now we're so exposed to it yeah and you know i think that does kind of in some ways impact my storytelling when i'm in post-production you know like i do have to realize that you know what we put on air is going to impact you and what we put on air is going to say something. So there is a responsibility and it's hard. And do we get it right all the time? No, we don't always get it right all the time. Um, but that's kind of part of the learning and growing process. And you guys know, like I'll come to you. I don't know if I've had to come to you guys, but maybe other cast members have told you this. Like I will come to you at the start of the next season and say, you know what, last season, we had some problems with your interviews. Like you weren't really telling us anything what how can i help you tell your story mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's really important 
It is. Very. Because things can get really messed up and then people are like, oh, they edited me all. No, you gave them everything. And then right. they edited what you gave them. Yeah, for so, sure. Exactly. Or didn't. Can yeah. I spill a little tea? I'm going to spill a little tea right now. Um, <laughs> last season, yes. last season on um, season 35, Total mm-hmm. Madness, um, I had a cast member uh, by the name of Johnny Bananas. You guys mm-hmm. remember Johnny? I think. He came, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. He came up to me and said, Danny, why didn't you guys play the fact that I was so much more involved in getting Wes out last season? And I said, Johnny, you're a vet. You should know this. All of your conversations were off camera. Mm. We didn't have anything. You were hiding doing it. Did you do a good job getting him out? Yes. Could I tell the story of you getting him out? No, because I can't put on TV a scene that does not exist. Right, right. You can't make magic happen. I mean, you can, but you literally can't pull a a scene out of thin air. No, I wish I could sometimes, girl. Me too. (laughs) But like, then- but then you have, so like you have moments where you're obviously trying to piece together all of these interviews and these stories to make this beautiful arc. But then you have moments like in this last episode. And I just mm. want to talk about how awesome it was to watch Leroy come in and avenge Cam and take out, fuck, I almost messed up his name, Jay. <laughs> and take <laughs> out Jay, who deserves his name to be spoken correctly, by the way. He's incredible. So like how amazing is that from a storyteller perspective when something like that happens? Oh, it's it's delicious. And I think that happens so much on this show for for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like there, like people say the challenge gods or challenge karma, but it is a thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's it an really energy. is. There it is happens. an energy. <laughs> um, I am such a Leroy and Cam stan. Like mm-hmm. just to see the growth that they have had in their relationship and how open that they have both been in sharing that with mm-hmm. us is and i just i just love them both so much mm-hmm. but to see him you know at the start of the episode basically go all i mean there was like a line of people like waiting to just yell at poor little jay you know they're just go off on him and he promised he would avenge cam and then he does it so there is mm-hmm. this full circle mm-hmm. thing which is really it unless your name is jay it's a really beautiful story you know <laughs> yeah yeah but I will say this. If there was one person who could beat Leroy in that elimination, it was Jay. It was Jay. Yeah. No one else. No thing. one else. And I could have, it was even money. I would have put just as much money on Jay as Leroy on that. Mm-hmm. There was no one in that house that could have beat Leroy. No. You know? No. So, and that's why it was so cra- crazy that Leroy did it because it wasn't like it was a guaranteed skull. Mm-hmm. It was like a big risk. Like, that's like, that. you know that you're signing up for potentially losing and he still did it yes you have to put yourself out there you have to take Mm -hmm. a risk that's what this season is about you have to risk to get your gold skull to earn your Mm -hmm. way into tj's final it's so important that you actually do the thing yeah so there was a lot of drama in this episode danny it was like there anything that didn't make air because i feel like it was just so much yeah you know everything that went down with josh and Fessy mm-hmm. and Devin. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we were shaping this episode, I think we were 10 minutes over at one point wow. on this episode. Wow. Um, often the way that I like to describe the post-production process, grab a shoebox 
and grab a pillow and try to stuff that pillow into the shoebox. <laughs> it's not happening. Wow. No, it, there's so much stuff going on. So, you know, they, those boys were yelling all night at each other, you know? So we mm-hmm. have to decide what are we putting in? How much are we putting in? And also too, can we talk about this challenge for a second? The yeah. mission yeah. aerial takedown yeah. um, where the guys did not participate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. becomes hard for story how are we playing this like why are mm-hmm. they not participating what is the story of them not participating you know i think that plus the guys being fools at the house kind of mm-hmm. equals tj saying hey hey your votes are going away yeah right. hell know? yeah and that I was think, amazing yeah absolutely total shocker and i think yes. tj would have done that regardless of the shenanigans at the house but like you know Mm -hmm. he does it with a smile when everyone's kind of acting the fool totally and you know what like we were saying it earlier it's just so for people who have come in this game put everything on the field and then gone home to watch people not compete do you know how many people would die to be on the challenge like Mm -hmm. for free just come on they don't even care yeah and like it's just like there's so much work that goes into everything you guys do like just at least at least try yeah now i will say that like you know a little bit of what you didn't see from that challenge was that that was a long day you know we were waiting six hours in that trailer yeah six hours waiting for the winds to die down so that we could do the thing you know nice and safe so i would understand where the nerves would kind of work up you know and work up and work up and maybe some people think that they didn't have much on the line but you never know what TJ is going to do. You mm-hmm. never know. He could just throw out another security breach. Who knows what he's going to do? God, I feel like we're yeah. in the Hunger Games. Like, yeah, but when <laughs> new rules. <laughs> Season 37, Tori. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Only one person comes out alive. <laughs> Literally. I'm curious as of to who your dream cast is. Like, who are your favorite mm. challengers? And like, <laughs> what's the I'll... worst concoction of people you can align? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, God, this is a hard question. <laughs> I love I mean like I was saying earlier if you if you kill in an interview I want you I want you oh. on I like when people make a big return like look I know she was doing a lot this season but having Teresa back was kind of amazing you know um, yeah it was okay. it was great no one expected uh, Teresa to show up so that was a lot of fun um mm-hmm. having Darrell back was also a dream this season you know he mm-hmm. was doing you know uh I start I I actually worked on his season of road rules you know back when oh, I was I an infant yes. um you yes. know so it was, <laughs> I love when people like that make their their triumphant return um as far as you know, a dream cast goes, that's so hard because every season you just kind of have to look at it and see like, what are the relationships with you guys? You know, mm-hmm. um, when we get somebody back like Laurel who hasn't been on in a while, mm-hmm. we go, God, what were her relationships with these people like? And you kind of remind yourself and you go, oh, 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 yeah. okay, here we go, here we go. Um, mm-hmm. And then sometimes our new rookies, they really bring a lot to the table. And sometimes we get mm-hmm. so excited by people. When I saw that Natalie Anderson from Survivor was a- available, I was starting to fangirl out on that. Like, I'm such a huge mm, Survivor yeah. nut. So 
Um, uh-huh. But also moving forward too, we want to keep pushing the needle. We want to keep like looking for people who are going to take the show to the next level. You know, we want the vets who want to come back and keep pushing harder and harder and harder and helping yep. us do that. <clears throat> yes. As a company. <laughs> and, um, and then also new people. I would love, you know, like, you know, I would love someone from like Drag Race on the show. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I really would because you're talking about like some strong individuals, dancers, you know. I want to see more gay men on the show to be quite honest. Yes. Me you know, too. Like it is time, you know, like we are constantly, you know, knowing too that like we have to evolve the show with the times, keep up with the times. I'm proud of us this season. I think mm-hmm. we can take it even further, you know, like, yeah. like yeah. there's a representation. Whole, absolutely. There's a whole wide world out there. You know, we need every shade of the rainbow in that world. I love it. You know? Yeah. Definitely. I think this season really told stories that were very important and people, I think from, I mean, cause I took the break when I, after I broke my ankle, mm-hmm coming on to total madness i'm like oh everybody's got anxiety and everybody's talking about it we're not hiding this we're not shaming this we're not mm-hmm. you know shaming meds and and shaming mental health like and then i come on to this one i'm like oh so we're not shaming you know men of color and mental health like we're really talking about these things out loud to one another and having really important conversations i'm having people ask how they you know how they can be better allies like people really involved in wanting to make a difference and then showing that you know and showing that we're trying to do better. Yeah, you know, we talked about that a lot going into the season, like with COVID. And then, you know, the the push, the, the continued push for racial justice over the summer. We knew that those two things going into a season where we're taking these wonderfully diverse people and putting them in the house together, they're going to come up they should come up and we should not shy away from it. You know, mm-hmm. these are people and we're investing in these people and trying to root for these people. This is what's happening in the world right now. It's at the forefront of, of their lives. You know, we have to do right by them and we have to do right by our fans. Yeah. And it's just perceived well. It's like everybody, yeah. everybody loves it. And I think that's what makes me so be uh, proud to be a part of this team. It's just like, fuck yeah. Like, this is the people I want to be a part of a team. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, for sure. Even when the show gives you the shit. Even when, you know, I get a bad ad. Uh, I'm like, you know what? It's worth it. it it's going to happen. It's going <laughs> to yeah. happen. You know, you're, it's really there's going to be good, good seasons <laughs> for you and bad seasons for you and seasons where, yeah. you know, but you'll take a piece of whatever you're experiences and bring it with you to the next season you know mm-hmm. um and and that's kind of the fun of it we are a reality competition soap opera you know yes, like we just we it, are. like relate your relationships with people five years ago are going to be different than your relationships with them now and that's mm-hmm. going to be different than your relationships with them in five years yeah and it's crazy. You get to watch it. Like, you, you've seen Cam and Leroy's relationship. You obviously mm-hmm. saw my relationship. Yeah. And obviously a huge breakup. Like, you never know what somebody is going to go through and who they're going to connect with on the show, which is it's just crazy, but it's our lives. It's like mm-hmm. people always say to me, I can't believe you you keep dating guys, and reality TV guys. I'm like, you don't date people outside of your high school when you're in high school. You date in your pool of people. These are the people mm-hmm. you connect with. These are the people you work with. Like you're going to make connections with these people. So you just kind of like date them or get engaged to them. <laughs> like- <laughs> but you know, Tori, here's the thing that like, 
here's why I think you're a good cast member. You allow us that access to that part of your life. You know what I mean? And there is a part of you that does have to protect yourself and your relationship. But I think you've realized that like your best protection in a way is being open about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're open about it and you're your authentic self about it and you're not trying to like paint it in a certain way, then, then we're really seeing the truth of it and connecting and knowing that like, sorry, the, the Tori on camera that I'm watching on my sofa on Wednesday nights is the same Tori that's like walking down the street. You're the same person. Right. And I think yeah. that's smart of you to share that side of you. Can't be easy, but I think it's it's best in the long run. It's definitely gotten easier. I can tell you that. So for anybody out there who's thinking about being in reality TV or who only just got into it, just know <laughs> as long as you stick with it, you grow some thick hairy balls you'll figure it out <laughs> yes thick hairy balls <laughs> and then we'll balls. cast you with you and your thick hairy balls to be on the show <laughs> you're going to be open in interview and to telling your story <laughs> and make our lives easier yeah love it. for sure I danny if you were on the show i need to know this question too what do you feel like what kind of challenge would you be the best at would it be heights Puzzle, food. Well, Hall okay. Let, let. Hall brawl. <laughs> your viewers or your listeners can't see me, but I am about 6'6", six, six, uh, 200 pounds. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, no I'm like the opposite of that. Um, okay, I am scared of heights. I don't mm-hmm. know how to swim. I am <gasps> terrible at eating. I would be like the worst challenger, but I think I'd be good at puzzles. I think I would be really good at politics. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, I think so too. The yeah. games, yeah. I don't know. I mean, unless there's like a tennis match or something, but the games are not like, I, I would have a very hard time with the games, to be honest. I, like, you know, it's kind of funny because sometimes I'll be like, why aren't these guys going for it on that helicopter? And I'm like, well, shoot, I probably wouldn't either. I'd be so scared. <laughs> but you're like, that's not why we casted you, motherfucker. <laughs> True, that's, exactly. That's not but why you you're guys here. Gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would yes. be so funny. Like, you guys can go up. I'll be down here. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you do not want to pick me as your partner unless you need a political mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that for you. I could definitely see that. For yeah, you. we could have like well, one silent partner that does all your politics that doesn't compete, ooh, but you do. I like. You're welcome. Brain. <laughs> I mean, that's. I would be down for that. I mean, you know, I think where I would do well is I have learned from you. I sit in all your interviews and listen to all your strategies, mm. and then keep my poker face when I'm talking to the next person, ooh. and I know mm-hmm. exactly who's plotting against you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm the most dangerous player in the game. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> Shit. Uh, here. I want to be a fly on the wall just to look in his laptop. I'm like, who said what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, if, if these laptops could talk. Mm, I'd pay money. See, that's oh. why I don't want to be on the cast anymore, so I can just sneak in and see everything. You know what, Danny? I just got to tell you a secret real quick. So after Please. Dirty 30, we were all brought back to L.A. to do our exit interviews. And so yes. there was one time when I had to plug my phone in to your laptop to charge it. And so that was the summer that my text messages leaked with Jordan, and that's how Derek found out. So for the for a little bit of time there, I no, thought I thought no. that my phone uploaded <laughs> to your laptop, and you had the text message. I swear to God, like I'm never doing a show again. I fucking oh hate my Danny. God, no, 
I would be the guy that would like send out the APB to like everyone being like, <laughs> oh my God, guys, this happened. Oh my, that's so funny. You think I'm the mole. Could I you imagine? Have... I know you're not now, but I did think you yeah. were. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's that an amazing so, story. So funny. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm dying over that. Danny, we love you so much. Uh, and I you're am the best. so happy that you came on here because I don't get to ask you many questions, but I feel like you would answer them to your best ability if I did ask you. But hopefully um, this means that you'll be casting us together soon, maybe one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I really appreciate everything you do. It's so much fun to interview with you. You are my favorite. Oh, Even when I interview you. with other people, but <laughs> you really do. Um, it is a great team, but I thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, you really are amazing. It's just so easy to talk to you, and you get me, and it's always been a safe space. So, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank that. you guys, and congratulations on mm -hmm. your podcast. I've been listening. Yes. I have been loving it. I hope there's tons more for years to come. So thank you. Thank you so, thank you so you much, guys. Danny. Oh, thank you, Danny. See you oh, next we season. Love you, Danny. Cast me. Yeah, cast us. <laughs> <laughs> you know my number. <laughs> bye. Okay, I'm going to hop off. Now you can talk your shit. Bye. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Danny Wasco is amazing. I absolutely amazing. love him. So happy he came on the show. Man. I know. I kind of want him to come over for coffee now. <laughs> He's so Just great. like chat him up all week. God, his political game is so good. I would absolutely I know it's for strong. him for president. Yeah. <laughs> for president. He's I can't. really got a strong political stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Anissa. Well, let's get into our closing segment. Which is Challenge Confidential. I wasn't there, so you got to give me a secret from this episode. Yeah, so a lot of things were going on. And like Danny said, they had to cut this episode down because there was just so much shit mm -hmm. overflowing. But I have to, 
uh, just say this. Once Tori leaves, once you leave, I'm a mess and not a mess, but I'm, you know, my girl's gone. But you're also my number one. Mm -hmm. And now that I've now that I know that Teresa told Cam we voted for her, Teresa can't be trusted. So Mm -hmm. Cam and I have a whole conversation. Mm -hmm. She was like, I want you to be my number one. She was like, you can think about it. But like she was like, I I want you to do well in this. Like it was just so heartfelt and so wonderful. But she was like, you're going to need to prove this to me, though. Like Mm -hmm. and at that time, I'm like, shit, you guys just voted me in. Like I need backup here. Mm -hmm. You know, I need I need friends. I need an alliance. I need something. Yeah. Um, and I told her, I'm like, I got you. Like in that moment, I was like, I fuck, I fuck with you, Cam, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can trust you. I'm going to show you, you can trust me. So I had to vote for Jay and Teresa, but I told Jay I was never going to vote for him. But my, um, when I voted in the chamber, I was like, Jay, we're real friends and real friends forgive each other. I'm like, if you're my friend, you're going to talk to me after this. Cause he was going to go in anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without my vote. But it's, it was more of a sign of like, you guys can trust me. I'll do what I say. Cause you know, I don't make promises because I, I'm not going to lie to anybody. Yeah. For so sure. So that was a big one. And they left a lot of that out, but having cam have your back yeah, is a, a big thing. thing, which is great because we were trying to work with them in the beginning. Like I, I was always team Leroy and cam for sure. So I'm Me really too. happy that you, you've solidified your bond with them in the house. Now cam's really smart for being like, you got to prove it to me. <laughs> like that's smart. Well, yeah, but she, I mean, even not even saying it that way, but yeah, she was just like, you know, I was like, guys, I'm not, I mean, I was keeping these secrets from Teresa that I knew everything she said mm. while I'm living in the same room with her. I'm like, cam, I haven't done anything. I'm just trying to keep the peace. I don't want right. my time here to be more difficult. Then it has to be, you know, I don't want to argue with Teresa. I don't want to get in a fight with her. You know, mm-hmm. if I care about somebody, I don't want to do all of this extra shit with them. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to know, like, yeah, now I actually have to. I never have alliances. I'm like, now I have to, you know, pick a side and pick my people and and rock with them and fight for them. So that's my secret. Not really a secret secret, but since they didn't air it, it's a secret. Oh, dude. But well- now it's not a secret because all of you know. <laughs> well you're locked in with kill a cam and leroy the man <laughs> i tried <laughs> you really tried i really tried yep it's okay oh, all right anisa well that was a stellar episode i'm so proud of you for continuing to kick booty on the challenge where can That's we follow fair. you and uh yeah um it's anisa mtv a-n-e-e-s-a mtv on twitter on Instagram, slide in my DMs, mm. slippity, slippity, slide in them. <laughs> Ask me some questions. We may be able to answer them on the next episode or episodes to come of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We are here for them. Mm-hmm. And you, Tori, where can they find you? Follow me at Tori underscore deal. That's right. It's the only place you're going to see me now because my ass got eliminated. So you ain't going to see me on the show. But you listen to me here and you see me on Instagram. So follow up. Send us some questions. We obviously try to answer everything we can. But we get a lot of DMs because you guys are fucking awesome. So keep DMing us. We absolutely love you. And make sure that you watch new episodes of The Challenge every Wednesday. And then go behind the scenes with us the next morning on MTV's official Challenge podcast. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.